welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, the Mark Cologne. I am here to talk about all things <clears throat> sports. Excuse me now. Oh, my goodness. Um... Dealing with a uh, little illness right now, so excuse me if I sound weird <clears throat> or if I take a, a few pauses and stuff like that. Um, uh, but um, so originally, this podcast was supposed to come out on Wednesday or Thursday, and um, due to medical reasons. <clears throat> it's coming out either today or Saturday. Tonight is Friday, so if anybody's wondering, um, don't think there will be a bonus pod, a preview of the game. But if anything, if anything, ladies and gentlemen, after the aftermath, I, I could do a quick bonus pod. <clears throat> so that that's that's the plan we'll see what happens after you know we could preview like playoff matchups and stuff like that after after Sunday so I might do something like that um but yeah um I went to the hospital a few days ago um had an eye infection blood pressure's through the roof um so since the blood pressure's through the roof it's I gotta be careful because I could end up with a stroke or a heart attack so you know I'm just trying to dial it in take take things uh easy and of course you know like i want i want to but then of course like the eagles play a very crucial week so 18 week 18 game and then they got the playoffs so it's like uh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to calm it down a bit <laughs> but um yeah that's uh that's what we got going on right now so um <clears throat> excuse me so yeah, um, I'm man. I'm ready and excited for the playoffs. But I mean, you know, not only do the Eagles have like, excuse me, um, playoff implica- implications on the line. So does a lot of teams going into this week. You know, AFC, NFC. Um, It's uh, it's really, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I can't wait. Um, this is the last week of football. Um, a lot of exciting implications, right? Um, the one game I'm really looking forward to is the Texans and the Colts. That one's gonna be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a fun week, or weekend, I should say. Um. <clears throat> this is going to be a pretty good pod because, oof, man, anything and everything can happen. Um, that's for sure. Um, as I'm looking at these, uh, the playoff, pre- I did the uh, playoff predictor. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> so uh, very excited about that. Very excited. Um, man. But uh, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. That's the most important thing about this. It, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be fun. This podcast is going to be really fun. And we're going to get into a lot of things, a lot of things um, in this week. I think I'm actually going to preview every game <clears throat> for you guys. Instead of just doing like a few games, then I get into the Eagles I'm, I'm I'm probably gonna do a few. Probably gonna do a few. Um, so yeah. Um, as I look at this, uh, all right, all right, people. Um, so we'll we'll get into what I think the standings will be after this week and stuff like that in a bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's what we have there. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about other sports first. The LA Sparks, they found their new GM. Thought that was very good for them. Very good. Um, 
But yeah, there's a there's a a lot of keys. Uh, a lot of things can change for a lot of teams in this week. You know, there's some teams that they lose. <clears throat> a certain team will be in. Um, and then if if they win, some teams get knocked out. Some teams have other opportunities. Um, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's 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 really gonna be interesting. I can't wait. But yeah. Anyways, sorry. Um, yes, the LA Sparks. They found a new GM. That's good for them. Good for them. Hopefully, they found the right one in, in maybe two, three years. <clears throat> the Sparks will be, excuse me, back at it. Um, so, but we'll see. There's, again, there's still a ton of time. Um, I mean, the the new GM is a longtime college co- coach, excuse me, Pebbly. Um, so, that's interesting. I believe they, they already took out the... The schedule and stuff like that. Um, as far as the XFL, congratulations to XFL, as uh, the XFL and the USFL, they uh, they merged. So uh, that's that's huge. That is <clears throat> huge, and I can't wait to see how that unfolds. March thirtieth, the season begins. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they they capitalize on that and what they're able to do with that league. You know, um, it's a uh, very, very interesting. Uh, UFC announced Conor McGregor versus Michael Chandler um, later this year. That should be very interesting. Uh, a good one, of course. Um, finally getting Conor... <clears throat> excuse me. Finally getting Conor McGregor back in the UFC. We'll see how that goes. I, I mean, I'm rooting for him. I'm a big uh, Conor McGregor fan. He kind of... Uh, he was the guy that kind of got me into the UFC. Obviously... Yeah, like the Brock Lesnar's, the Ch- Liddell's, Chuck Liddell's, and all that. Um, but like, really, like when I like started watching Conor McGregor was the guy where I'm like, this dude has something, and that you know, just from there, even though he doesn't do USC anymore, I still, I might not watch all the fight nights, but like <clears throat> the live events, uh, like the pay per views and stuff. Man, I'll sit down, I'll tune into that thing, and I'll I'll watch it for sure. Um, and I, I I get interested in it all the time, no matter. Excuse me, who's in the, who's on the card or anything like that? Now I'm I'm gonna tune in and I'm gonna watch regardless. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, now I don't know if this was officially signed. Um, I don't think it was officially signed yet, but. Hopefully, hopefully it goes through and uh, we get this. Hopefully, man. Um, as far as men and uh, women's uh, college basketball goes, um, men's Villanova team right now, uh, last night, I believe. No, two nights ago. Two nights ago, they had uh, defeated Xavier 66-55. to 55. Um, They On Saturday, tomorrow, they play uh, St. John's. <clears throat> So that's and then they don't play until January twelfth as uh they're getting ready for you know March Madness is right around the corner. I know it's January fifth. I know they start in March, but if you believe it or not, March is right around the corner. So that should be very interesting to see. Um, as far as the women's uh women's Villanova team uh on Wednesday as well, <clears throat> they they did excuse me, they defeated uh Seton Hall, fifty to forty five. Um. Um, next one, well, this upcoming Wednesday, they play uh, Georgetown. So uh, that is a weird thing about, like, men's, uh, just college basketball in general. Like, they really, they spread these games out. Um, and, I mean, they, they have the right to because, you know, they have the March, they have March Madness at the end. Um, it's just kind of odd for me, you know. You know, you see the NBA and they're they're playing, like, Almost every night. The same team might not play every night. Maybe they play two nights in a row. But that's the most you'll get. But college basketball, man, they'll play one day, and then you might not see your favorite college basketball team play for the next week. So it's, uh, <clears throat> it's really interesting. I remember actually um, 
how I became a, a Villanova fan. I was still living in uh, Pennsylvania. I was, I don't think I was talking to my wife yet at the time. And, uh, you know, it's a family gathering. I can't remember what it was for. I want to say maybe an anniversary or something like that. Might have been like a birthday. <clears throat> it was something. You know, we're all together. You know, we got the TV on, and you're seeing the finals of March Madness. It's Villanova. Villanova's in it. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting, you know. I don't, I wasn't even doing the podcast yet. So, um, not even thinking about doing the podcast yet. So, I'm, I'm watching this game. I'm seeing this, these men, uh, Villanova basketball team, you know, adding pressure in, in, in March Madness. And this is the finals. The final two, and uh, I remember them hitting the buzzer beater to win and uh, to win the championship. And I was just, they either hit the buzzer beater or they, they hit, they got the shot. It was a crazy sequence, too. They got the shot, and, but there was only like a very, very few seconds left. Um, and then they they won it. And from that moment on, I was like, man, Villanova's my team. And at the time, like, so, like, I was. I was I was a troubled kid, so at the time I, I used to get in trouble a lot and stuff like that. <clears throat> so I never really paid attention to school or anything like that. I never really paid attention to anything. So I little did I know that Villanova's like PA bound, like, and and uh, I found out very quick. Penn State I did know because I used to play uh, the college football games, um, so I I did know about them. <laughs> But um, Villanova, Villanova, I didn't know. I was just like, oh, they're they're part of PA. Okay, that's my team, you know. Um, it's, I've said this numerous times. I mean, I could still do it. But I, I feel like I'd be a traitor to the Bulls, Blackhawks, and the Yankees if I don't know where. I'd just like, yeah, I'm going to be an all-Philadelphia team. Um, and again, it's, it's a story where, you know, my family's born and raised in Puerto Rico. I was born in the States, but... Uh, <clears throat> but um, you know they uh, they were I grew up and when I when I was being raised, they were all bulls. There were cowboys, uh, and uh, there were bulls, cowboys, and uh, Yankees fans. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then like, so you know, I for for like a five minute stretch, I was a Cowboys fan. But then like, I watched the Eagles. I was like, damn, like I kind of like this team. So I switched to the Eagles. My uncles. My my uncle was a, a Eagles fan, like he was the only one, and I was like, you know, what? I'm being an Eagles fan, and like what I remember what solidified it for me to become an Eagles fan was when Deshaun Jackson, the miracle at the Meadowlands, where he returned that punt for a touchdown. I that was my moment. That was my moment for me. Uh, I was just like, I'm an Eagles fan. Oh yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah, man. And the Eagles really, like, they've had some, like, great teams in the past, but they just never worked it out. I mean, they had Chip Kelly, so, you know, you can't blame all the players on that. But, you know, we all know that, the ba the backle, the backle, excuse me. Um, but, yeah, <clears throat> as far as uh, National Hockey League goes, though, um, the Blackhawks play today against the Devils at 7 o'clock. PM. Um, the Blackhawks played last night. They lost to the Rangers four to one. Um, I don't want to repeat what I keep on saying, but you guys know what I'm going to say about the Chicago Blackhawks. So I don't think I have to repeat myself because it's an oncurring theme with them about how they're just not that good. And I get it all. Me and every Blackhawks fan in the world wants us to be good, wants us to be contenders, but it's just not going to happen. It, it, it's not. Let's be real. And also, oh my God, where are my manners? Happy New Year's, everyone. It's been a crazy start to a New Year's. You see a guy jumping on a judge, <laughs> you're seeing Cat Williams throw shots at every single body. It's it's already been an insane New Year's. Uh, <laughs> um, as far as uh, Major League Baseball goes, um, the Yankees claim right-handed pitcher Potet 
to replenish pitching staff. Um, Mariners deal of handed pitcher uh, Robbie Ray to the Giants for Mitch Hanegear and Anthony Descalafani. So that that happened. That happened actually today. Um, A lot of moves happened in in Major League Baseball. Um, I'm just ready for the season. I'm already ready. I know the Yankees still have a few moves to make. They need need to add a lot more. But um, for now, I'm okay with it, man. Like, I'm not... And I'm not not really stressing it, you know. Um, I I, I get, probably should. I probably should, but I I'm not going to. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. Um. Then we uh, college football. Let's talk about it. Uh, so that's time I left off. Um, so uh, Virginia Tech defeated Tulane forty-one to twenty. Uh, for the military bowl presented by GoBowling.com, West Virginia defeated North Carolina thirty to ten in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Um, USC defeated Louisville forty-two to twenty-eight for the Directv Holiday Bowl. Oklahoma State defeated Texas A&M thirty-one to twenty-three in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Um, Boston College defeated SMU twenty-three to fourteen in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. The Rutgers defeated Miami thirty-one to twenty-four in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. <clears throat> Kansas State defeated NC State twenty-eight to nineteen in the Pop Tarts Bowl. Arizona defeated Oklahoma thirty-eight to twenty-four in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl, excuse me. Um, Clemson defeated Kentucky thirty-eight to thirty-five in the Tex Slayer Gator Bowl. Notre Dame defeated Oregon State forty to eight in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Memphis defeated Iowa State thirty-six to twenty-six in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Missouri defeated Ohio State fourteen to three in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic. Um, Ole Miss defeated Penn State thirty-eight to twenty-five in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This one bothered me a ton. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to even lie to you. This bothered me a whole ton because it was one of those things where it's like, dude, like you have the squad, you have the team. Like, I, I, it has to be coaching, you know, for the past few years for Penn State. Like, they're closer, 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 and then they just, they flat out and fall on their face. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's it's the coaching. I think I think a lot of things need to change if uh, – if um, Penn State wants to continue to be contenders, like they have, I feel like they have guys that are willing to to fight each and every week. They just don't have the coaches. Um, and I'm gonna be real with you guys. It starts with the head coaches, no doubt, no doubt on my mind. Maryland defeated Auburn 31-13 in the trans-perfect Music City Bowl. Georgia defeated Florida State 63-3 in the Capital One Orange Bowl. Wyoming defeated Toledo 16-15 in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Um, LSU defeated Wisconsin 35-31 in the Relia Quest Bowl. Oregon defeated Liberty 45-6 in the Ver- Verbal Fiesta Bowl, Tennessee defeated Iowa 35-0 in the Cheez-It Circus Bowl. Michigan defeated Alabama 27-20 in overtime for the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl game, presented by Prudential. And then um, Washington defeated Texas 37-31 in the college football playoff semifinal at the All-State Sugar Bowl. Now, Monday, January 8th, which is this week, this Monday, 
You're getting Washington versus Michigan. Both teams are undefeated, and they will be playing for the College Football Playoffs National Championship presented by AT&T, with Michigan being 4.5 favorites. And as good as Washington is, I mean, this, I think, as much as an upset, upset this could be, it wouldn't be a, a total surprise. But I got to go with Michigan. I'm going to go with Michigan. I think Michigan gets this done. I think Michigan finally fish, finishes the story they were supposed to last year. And they get this, this, they get this, done, this thing done, baby. They do. They get it done, and uh, they'll be raising that trophy at the end of the night. I'll definitely be watching, that's for sure. Um, I, I want to see how this ends. I watched both games on, on last Monday. I seen them. Um, I was very intrigued, very happy to see. Um, but, yeah, that's what we have um, <clears throat> for college football. But it should be a great game. I hope it's a great game. I hope it's not a blowout. Like we've seen before. Um, I really hope that this can be a fun and awesome game. Awesome game for all parties. Would be a great story for uh, Washington. I will not lie about that. Um, NBA. Let's talk about the NBA, folks. Chicago Bulls play the Hornets tonight. Um, Bulls, Bulls kind of... They've been playing pretty good. I know they're 15 and 21, but they're stepping it up. They are. They are stepping it up. And uh I know their um their last 10 games, they've they're five and five. They they're on a two lose two game losing streak right now. Um at home they're eleven and nine. Away they are four and twelve. Being away is is the big deal for them. Good thing they're at home tonight. They they desperately need to be at home right now. Um, I mean, you get into Lakers and Grizzlies on ESPN tonight. That should be a good one. Um, what else do we get? Heat in the Sun. That should be good. Um, Knicks in the Sixers. That sh- that could be another good one. Um, so yeah, I mean, over the weekend we're gonna get uh, Celtics Pacers. That should be pretty good. On um, Sunday you'll get uh, Clippers Lakers. Really good game. Um, Suns Grizzlies, another one. <clears throat> so it should be very, very interesting to see. I know John Morant; he's been back. He's he's been he's been making the Grizzlies better. The Grizzlies are a better team because of him, and uh, it's honest. It's great. It is great to see what he's what he's been able to do um, on that team, and. Uh, I'm super, I'm super, super happy, super excited to see what uh, he's able to do this season. Don't know if they'll make the playoffs just because they're 11 and 23 right now. They'll have to put in a lot of work. But um, very excited to see what, what he's able to do. Because, I, I mean, you, you never know. You never know. Like, we, we say, like, nah, there's no chance. But then what if there is that chance, right? I'm not saying they're going to get a championship. But what if job? Jaw's presence being there gets them that cha- not the championship, but gets them to the playoffs. That I mean, that'd be amazing for him. And I, you know what? I I'm rooting for him. I am. I'm, I've always been. I always thought Jaw would be better than Zion. Right now in his career, I think he is. Obviously, the whole thing that happened outside of the NBA, you know, with the gun and everything, that kind of you know. <clears throat> kind of like derailed him a bit, but I still think he's the better player than Ja. I mean, than Zion, excuse me. Um, Like, there's no doubt, (coughs) no doubt in my mind about it, you know. Um, Yeah, he's that guy. Absolutely 100% that guy. Um, Again, there's no doubt in my mind about that. No doubt. (laughs) Um, NBA. Uh, so we just talked about the NBA. You look at the standings. Also, let's look at the standings real quick. You have Boston first, Milwaukee second, Philadelphia third, Miami fourth, Indiana fifth, Orlando sixth. Orlando's playing pretty good compared to last year. Obviously, Cleveland seventh, the Knicks are eighth, Brooklyn's ninth, Atlanta's tenth, 
Chicago's 11th, Toronto's 12th, Charlotte Hornets are 13th, Washington 14th, Detroit 15th. First, the Western Conference goes. Minnesota's balling this year. They're first. OKC is balling as well. They're second. Denver's third. Clippers are fourth. Kings are fifth. Pelicans are sixth. Mavericks are seventh. Rockets are eighth. Suns are ninth. Lakers are tenth. Golden State's uh, 11th. Excuse me. Utah's 12th. Memphis is 13th. Portland's 14th. San Antonio's 15. And honestly, the whole thing with, like, Memphis, like, they don't need to be like, okay, we're one of the top six. No, 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 no. You could be 7th to 10th, bro. And you could win your spot into the playoffs. That's all you need to do. That's all you need to do. And I think it can happen. I think it will happen. Um... On Wednesday, the Jazz beat the Pistons 154 to 148. That was a crazy game. Um, but yeah, I, I think Memphis can absolutely do it. I mean, let's look at let's take a look at uh, Jaws. Uh, so he's played eight games so far. He's played 35 minutes. He has 25 points a game, five rebounds, eight assists, one steal, uh, 0.5 blocks, three turnovers a game. Not bad. Um, you know for him to come back and play in this level it's pretty impressive and we look at it um all the games he's played he's averaged 34 points 20 points 30 31 19 17 so that's a really good game especially like his first game coming back for him <clears throat> to have a 34 that that was pretty impressive they were on a four game win streak until the past two games i think they get back to that um because you got, seriously, like, you have John Morant. So you have the ability to make these small runs. Like, you could lose two, but then you win four. It's all about the win streaks. Now, if you're a team that, let's say, you win one, and you lose four, and then you win two, and then you lose four, yeah, you're probably not going to make the playoffs. But if you get more win streaks or more, no, more win streaks than the losing streaks, you're obviously going to win, and that makes sense. You know, I'm not going to say if you if you win more games than you lose, that will be like, okay, but like we know that's how winning and losing is, you know, like that's how it happens. So, um, but <clears throat> we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Again, I'm rooting for the dude. I hope he does well. I hope he's able to overcome everything that uh, he's had to deal with. Obviously, it's nobody else's fault besides his. But at the end of the day, um, it's going to be interesting as heck. <clears throat> um, now on to the NFL. Uh, Before we get into the NFL, Bill Simmons' trade idea. He says Miami Heat received LeBron James, Gabe Vincent. The Lakers will receive Duncan Robinson, Nikola Djokovic, uh, Kyle Lowry, and a first-round pick. I think you'll probably have to add two or three picks for LeBron James. But if he went back to the Miami Heat, that wouldn't be bad. It's going to be interesting. Um, something happened in Miami. Um, so, um, let me, let me... <clears throat> find the right information real quick. Something that happened in Miami. There's a whole bunch of cops out there right now. Um, a Miami mall was shut down by police because of rumors being spread around about <laughs> 8 to 10 feet 
taught shadow aliens. Reports are saying that it was kids fighting. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I believe in aliens and all that. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to stay mass in Ohio. <clears throat> I'm also Francis Naganu, and uh, he'll be facing... Um, Anthony Joshua, March 9th in Saudi Arabia. My goodness. It's going to be insane. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's let's get to the NFL. That aliens thing is kinda kinda crazy, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so we're going to discuss week 17. So on Thursday night football, the last Thursday night football of the year, the Browns defeated the Jets 37 to 20 on Saturday night football. You seen the Cowboys defeat the Lions in 20 to 19 and the convert a controversial ending. That's which is crazy, you know? Supposedly, they did, the players didn't report, but there's a whole bunch of film out there that shows the Lions offensive linemen reporting. Um, you know, at, I think after that play, I think if I was Dan Campbell, I would have just went for the extra point. Bro, we're going to we're going to overtime. That's it. I'm not, I'm not risking it. <laughs> I get you don't have a good of good enough defense, but you held Dallas to 20 points like. You can't be that bad, right? You know, so, I mean, I know, I know Dak had passed for 345 yards. He had two touchdowns, but he also had an interception. I think you got to risk it. Like, you can't put your team in that position, you know? You were fighting for the number one seed. Now you're not. Obviously, the 49ers got it over after week 17. Um, but if you beat the Dallas Cowboys, if you play it smart, maybe you there's a chance this week, you know? So that was tough. Um, also, uh, the Cardinals defeated the Eagles 35-31. to um, I feel like Jalen Hurts had a pretty good game. You know, he had three touchdowns, passed for 167. Um, he did have an interception. It was the last play of the game where he threw the Hail Mary. There was, like, no Eagles receivers by it. Um, Jalen also ran for 25 yards. Um, Kenneth Gamewell had a pretty nice pass. He had, uh, he was one for one with 17 yards. It was, uh, Brotherly shove trick play where Jalen pass gives it to Kenny Gainwell. Gainwell throws it to Delonte Smith. Smith catches it. Um, DeAndre Swift had 13 carries, 61 yards. Um, again, Jalen Hurts had eight carries for 25 yards. Kenny, Kenny, Kenneth Gainwell had two carries for five yards. AJ Brown had four receptions, 53 yards. Dallas Goddard had five receptions, 47 yards. Julio Jones. Had two receptions, 34 yards, and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith had three receptions, 30 yards. Kenneth Gainwell had four receptions, 15 yards. DeAndre Swift had one reception and five yards. Um, no Eagles fumbled in this game. Nicholas Morrow had 14 total tackles. Um, Jalen Carter had a sack in this game. Um, yeah. Sidney Brown had an interception. He returned it. For 99 yards, it was a pick six to the house. Uh, I loved that for him. Jake Elliott was one, one for one for field goals. Brandon Mann punted it twice. As far as the Cardinals go, um, <clears throat> Kyler Murray was 25 for 31, 232 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Again, he got sacked once. Um, Jalen Hurst didn't get sacked at all. Kyler Murray had a quarterback rating of 84.4 and a rating of 116.7. Jalen Hurts had a quarterback rating of 77.4 and had a rating of 118.4. Um, as far as uh, completion percentage for both men, um, Jalen Hurts had a completion percentage against Arizona 78, 78%. Um, Kyler Murray, on the other hand, he had a completion percentage of 80%. Um, 
James Conner had 26 carries, 128 yards, and a touchdown. Michael Carter had 7 carries, 61 yards. Kyler Murray had 5 carries, 24 yards. Rondell Moore had 2 carries for 8 yards. Greg Dortch, 7 receptions, 82 yards. Trey McBride had 6 receptions, 48 yards. Michael Wilson had 4 receptions, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Rondell Moore had 3 receptions, 26 yards. Elijah Higgins had 2 receptions, 21 yards. Amari Demercardo had 1 reception, 9 yards. Michael Carter had 1 reception, 6 yards, and a touchdown. James Conner had 1 reception, 5 yards, and a touchdown. Kyler Murray did fumble the ball once, but uh, he recovered it. Um, Antonio Hamilton Sr. had 7 total tackles. Joey Blunt had the interception. Greg Dortch, 3... he was able to return uh, three uh, punts for a total of 74 yards. Uh, kick returns, excuse me. Punt returns, on the other hand, he had two ch- returns for 29 yards. Mac Prater, Matt Prater, he, had, he was two for two from field goals. His longest was 34 yards. Um, this falls on the Eagles' defense. I know play calling, play calling at the end of the game was a bit iffy. I, I, I can agree with that 100%. It was absolutely iffy as heck. This game does not fall on the offense, though. I think it was the play calling. I think um, this is all about the Car- the Cardinals' offense taking advantage of a weak Eagles defense. They knew everything they were going to do, and they just dissected it. One miscommunication had Sidney Brown return it all the way home. But besides that, the Cardinals, they didn't punt. And every drive... It just worked for them. It was either a score, field goal, touchdown, um, turnover. That that was it, you know. And uh, yeah, a, f- uh, three a, a three team, a three team, a team that had three wins on that day didn't even punt once. I guess the team that was eleven and four now they're eleven and five. That's sickening. <clears throat> The Ravens defeated the Dolphins 56-19. The Bills defeated the Patriots 27-21. The Bears defeated the Falcons 37-17. The Colts defeated the Raiders 23-20. Jaguars defeated the Panthers 26-0. Where we've seen the owner of the Panthers um, spill a drink on a, on a Jaguars fan. Inexcusable. He should be suspended, fired, something should happen to him. Uh, Texans defeated the Titans 26-3. Rams defeated the Giants 26-25. The Saints defeated the Buccaneers 23-13. The 49ers defeated the Commanders 27-10. The Steelers defeated the Seahawks 30-23. The Chiefs defeated the Bengals 25-17. The Broncos defeated the Chargers 16-9. And the Packers on Sunday Night Football defeated the Vikings 33-10. So, my power rankings for this week would be number five. I would have to go with the and number four. This was, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs at five. I'm gonna go Kansas City five. I'm going to say Buffalo. No, Miami four. Buffalo three. No, that's not what I'm gonna do. I'm going to say Miami 4, Cleveland 3, 49ers 2. Number 1 goes to the Baltimore Ravens. That's what I'll, I'll go with um, for, the, for the rankings. Um, I think that's respectable rankings, of course. I think, I don't think that's wrong, you know, think... It's completely right. And, um, yeah. Now, for week 18, I'm going to give you my my, um, playoff machine. So, number one seed is going to go to Baltimore and the 49ers, obviously. Um, The wild card games would be Houston versus Buffalo. Miami Dolphins versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Cleveland Browns versus the Jacksonville Jaguars in the AFC. 
In the NFC, I would go, it would be Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles somehow end up with the NFC East title. The Rams versus the Lions. And the Cowboys versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <clears throat> That's what I would go with, in my personal opinion, for the playoffs. But the Cowboys would have to lose to the Commanders. I hope they do. So the Eagles, if the Eagles beat the Giants, they have the NFC East title. But we will see. Now, let's preview some games. Saturday, January 6th, we have the Steelers versus the Ravens at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. ABC, ESPN, and ESPN+. Plus. The Steelers are three-point favorites, obviously, because the Ravens aren't going to play their starters. So I believe the Steelers do win this game. Um, Steelers are dealing with some injuries. So are the Baltimore Ravens. Um, again, they can rest some of these guys and just wait it out. <clears throat> Steelers have won their last two games. Um, Ravens, they've won them all. Their last five games. Um, but I believe Steelers win this game. Um, and they punched their ticket into the playoffs. Texans versus the Colts, both 9-7 and seven teams. Um, I believe they're fighting for still that division spot as well. All three teams are Jacksonville, the Colts, and the Texans are all fighting for that playoff spot. Um, where I believe, in my, in my opinion, I think... Um, I think the Texans win this game. Um, this one's at 8.15 p.m. This is on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN+. Plus. Um, yeah, I believe the Texans win this game. Uh, this is going to be a very good game. There's a lot of Texans players that are questionable, but they might be good to go. Um, same thing with the Colts, except for Chris Lammons, the cornerback. He's going to be out. Um, but everybody else, they should be good to go for the Colts. But we will see. We will see. Um, then Sunday, you have uh, Buccaneers versus Panthers. This is a must win for the Buccaneers. I believe the Buccaneers will win this. Um, they're fighting for a division spot, too, and a playoff spot. Browns versus Bengals at 1 o'clock. Uh, sorry, Buccaneers, Panthers, let me see. Um, a few, few questionable and stuff like that. But, I mean, we know... Buccaneers should win this game. Uh, Browns versus Bengals, not really fighting for anything at this spot at this point. Um, so I, I got the Browns, I guess. Vikings versus Lions, not really fighting for much here. Lions win. Jets versus Patriots, not fighting for much here. I believe the Patriots win. Falcons versus Saints, the Saints are fighting for something. Um, so I think uh, I think the Saints win this game. Uh, Jaguars versus Titans. I believe the Jaguars defeat the Titans. Seahawks versus the Cardinals. I believe the Seahawks defeat the Cardinals. Bears versus Packers. I believe the Packers defeat the Bears. Um, they need to. Uh, Chiefs versus Chargers. I don't I don't know if they're going to be resting, but I'll just say the Chiefs win. Broncos versus Raiders. I'm going to go with the Broncos to defeat the Raiders. Rams versus the 49ers. I believe the Rams defeat the 49ers. I believe the 49ers are going to rest their starters. Um, then you have the Cowboys versus the Commanders at 425. I believe Cowboys are going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a game the Commanders pull out. Like, the Cowboys should absolutely win this game by, like, 40, 50, 30 points. But we know about the Cowboys' recent problems. So we will see. Because if they don't and the Eagles win, the Eagles win the NFC East. Let's not forget that. So we'll see. Um, and then you have Sunday Night Football. You have the Bills versus the Dolphins. The winner of this game wins the AFC East. And I'm going to say it. The Buffalo Bills 
will defeat the Miami Dolphins. And then, 4.25 p.m. Eastern Time, um, the Philadelphia Eagles visiting the New York Giants. Um, I believe the Philadelphia Eagles defeat the Giants in this game. Wouldn't, but at this point, it really wouldn't surprise me if the Giants won, but I believe Eagles win this game. Uh, I believe they... They get the victory. I think this is the one they need to dominate, which I've been saying for the since the Seattle game. But uh, I believe they will win this game. They'll dominate this game. I know DeAndre Swift is questionable with an illness. I believe he'll play, no doubt. Darius Slay and Devontae Smith are out. But they're looking good for the playoffs, supposedly. So we should be good on that. And, um, yeah, Eagles on the season 12 of 5 is still good, and I know they need to fix some things. But once the playoffs come, playoffs are a different animal, man, especially depending who you play. Um, like, it's not like the 49ers. 49ers are just going to be waiting to see who they're going to play in the divisional round. Um, the Eagles, you know, after this game, they'll, after Sunday night, they'll finally see who they'll play, and it's going to be like, oh, okay, here we go. You know what I mean? It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. Depends if <clears throat> if DeVito or uh, or Taylor will play at the quarterback position, but it should be very interesting. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Saquon can get to 1,000 yards in this game. He's at 916 right now. So we'll see. And we'll see if Jalen Hurts can pass for 200 yards. Well, he really just needs like 197. If he gets 197, he has passed for 4,000 yards for the Philadelphia Eagles. And that would be the first time. Not the first time, but it would be the... Because I believe Carson Wentz did it a few years back. But it would be the first time the quarterback, the running back, and two wide receivers have ever won over 1,000 yards. So, it's going to be very interesting, people. Very, very interesting. So, we will see what happens with that. Um, you know, I'm, again, I'm very excited to see. This is, um, it's going to be very good. Um, and I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what goes down. Um, <clears throat> so if, so clinching scenario for the Steelers would be they win plus the Jaguars loss or win plus Bills loss or win plus Texans Colts tie or Broncos win plus Jaguars loss plus no tie and Texans and Colts. So we'll see. Um, what the Texans need to do to win at the Colts, um, they just need to win. <laughs> um, what the Colts need to do, they just need to win as well. Um, what the Jaguars need to do to clinch win or Broncos loss, plus Steelers loss, plus no tie in Texans and Colts. Um, what the Falcons need to do, Win plus Buccaneers loss, so Falcons still have a chance. Um, and uh, what the Saints need to do, they need to win plus Buccaneers loss or win plus Packers loss plus Seahawks lose. Um, what the Buccaneers need to do, they just need to win. Uh, what the Vikings need to do, they it's a lot. They need to win plus Packers loss plus Seahawks loss plus Saints loss or win. Plus, Packers lost, Seahawks lost, Buccaneers lost. What the Packers need to do to to win, they need to win or Vikings lost plus Seahawks lost plus Saints lost or Vikings lost plus Seahawks lost plus Buccaneers lost. What the Seahawks need to do, um, win plus Packers lost. What the Bills need to do, 
win or Jaguars lose or Steelers lose or Texans Colts tie. Um, so yeah, that's 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 what it is, people. <clears throat> it's gonna be very interesting. Uh this week is by far the most important week in the NFL season, and after this week, well, it's playoff time, people. It will be playoff time. To look at the playoffs, everybody has clinched except Jaguars, the Bills, the Colts, Texans, Steelers, everybody else is eliminated. So uh, right now, as of right now, Jaguars, Bills, and Colts are in. But after this weekend, Houston or Pittsburgh could be in. It's going to be very interesting. Um, in the NFC, everybody's in except Tampa, Green Bay, um, <clears throat> Seattle, New Orleans, Minnesota. Everybody else is eliminated. So, again, um, as of right now, Tampa Bay and the and the Packers are in. But, again, if they lose and Seattle, New Orleans, or Minnesota win, they might be in. So, yeah, there, it's going to be crucial games, a lot of crucial games. It's going to be fun, though. And it's always fun, right, in the, in the NFL's, NFL season. It's always fun to see what uh what we could potentially get. And um I can't man, I cannot wait to see what happens this Sunday. Obviously you're getting a little appetizer with two games that have playoff scenarios on the, um, on Saturday tomorrow. So that that's huge. But then you get you then you go on to uh Sunday and it just gets wilder. It just gets absolutely wild. <clears throat> and I like somebody like me that's a huge football fan, I'm going to love it. I am going to love every second of it because I mean this again, this could get wild. Like you're like, "Oh yeah, the Eagles will win or the or Cowboys will win." Um I mean, you have so many other teams that you're like, you're confident they're going to win and they're going to be good for the playoffs or they're going to win their division. Buccaneers are going to win, right? And then next thing you know, the Saints win, right? They're, they win the division or even the Falcons win the division. Not that, but they make it into the playoffs, um, right? Uh, it's it's so many crazy scenarios. It's so many crazy scenarios. And I am gritting my teeth. And, you know, just wondering like man this can turn into something crazy like something absolutely insane and i can't man i i'm telling you i cannot wait um <clears throat> i think and for the the teams that like they don't have a buy or if they're just setting their or if they're not sending their players because they're fighting for seeds or they're fighting for a playoff spot or maybe they're already in the playoffs but they want to you know keep you know what they, they want to get some momentum into their guys this you do not want to lose in week 18 because that can bring a team down that can bring a team down it depends how you win to you know your it's all about your morale your chemistry so this is going to be really interesting, especially for a team like the Eagles. Like if they lost to the Giants, I'm like, if they lose to the Giants this weekend, I'm like, <clears throat> all right, yeah, Eagles ain't doing nothing. They're doing absolutely nothing, a squat zilch. But let's say they, they dominate the Giants, right? The same thing with the Cowboys. It's big for the Cowboys, too, because I'm not sleeping on anybody in the playoffs. I'm not sleeping on one soul in the playoffs, people. Not one. Because any of these teams, they can do the unthinkable. They can do the unthinkable. Like, for real. They really could. And, um, yeah, you don't want to be in that position, right? Um, like, uh, let's see. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus. So, like, I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Um, if it pops up for me, okay, so 
you have like Eagles so far so it'd be the Cowboys, Packers, Eagles, Buccaneers. None of these teams are easy. Like they're not. Um it's gonna be very interesting to see like what happens. You know, because I think for me it's the 49ers, Cowboys, and Eagles. Lions are good, but I think they just need one more year. They just need one more year. And and they'll they'll be great. You know what I mean? Um so it's it's gonna be very interesting to see. Very exciting. And uh, you know, we'll see. Also the Pro Bowl. I didn't get to talk about that. So for the uh so for the Pro Bowl, the quarterbacks would be Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. In the AFC it would be Tua Tua, Lamar Jackson, and Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> Obviously, whoever make two teams that make it to the Super Bowls, their Pro Bowlers won't be in the Pro Bowl. As far as cornerbacks go, Darren Bland, Jarius Ward, Jalen Johnson, Devin Weatherspoon, Pat Sertain II, Sauce Gardner, Jalen Ramsey, Denzel Ward, Safeties, Jesse Bates, Buddha Baker, Julian Love, Justin Simmons, Mikai Fitzpatrick, Kyle Hamilton. Um... Uh, defensive ends, Nick Bosa, Montez Sweat, Aiden Hutchinson, Miles Garrett, <clears throat> Max Crosby, Trey Hendrickson, interior linemen, Aaron Donald, Dex, Dexter Lawrence, Javon Hargrave, Chris Jones, Qu- Quentin Williams, Justin Madupake, and outside linebackers, Sasan Reddick, Daniel Hunter, Micah Parsons, TJ Watt, Khalil Mack, and Josh Allen. Inside linebackers, Fred Wardner, Bobby Bobby Wagner, Raquan Smith, and Patrick Queen. Centers, Jason Kelsey, Frank Ragnow, Creed Humphrey, Tyler Linderbaum. Guards, Zach Martin, Landon Dickerson, Chris Lindenstrom, Quentin, Wils- Quentin Nelson, Joel Bettinoneal. I said that so wrong, I'm sorry. Joe Dunney, um, Trent Williams, for tackles, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson, Panel Sewell, Laramie Tunsil, Deion Dawkins, Teron Armstead. Um, wide receivers. Wide receivers would be CD Lamb, AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Puka, Nakua, um, Tyreek Hill, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, and Jamar Chase. For tight ends, it would be Sam Laporta, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and David Njoku. Running backs would be DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey, Kyron Williams, Raheem Moser, James Cook, and Derrick Henry. Fullbacks would be Kyle Juszczyk and Alec Ingold. There you go. I know some alternatives are... Uh, I know one of the alternatives for quarterback is uh, Jalen Hurts, but, you know, we don't want the Pro Bowls, people. You know, we want... Super Bowls, Super Bowls, people. <laughs> That's what we want. So hopefully we'll see. Um, as you know, we see what teams are eliminated in the playoffs, what teams are not. We'll, we'll get there and we'll see. But ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> this is the one, the only, the chosen one, the father, the son, the husband. Three, two, one. The podcaster, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne on the Mark Cologne Sports Podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. And before I go, I know I haven't done um, film and stuff. I try to do that for the playoffs. There's just been a lot going on in my life over these past few months and stuff like that. But I promise you, I am going to try my absolute best to get some film out for you guys, whether it's after the season, whether it's during the playoffs um, for the playoff games. I will try my absolute best to get some Eagles film out there for you guys. I, I, I honestly will. I know things, you know, things are rough a bit, but trust me, I got you guys. I got you guys forever and ever. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And I, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you guys next week. Goodbye.